This is Healing Through Love. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia, and I'm just a 32-year-old single woman um, who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. Very excited. Today, I have Jorge Hernandez on the show with me. Um, Jorge is an aspiring actor and voiceover artist. Um, He also has a YouTube channel out there, um, and he does a lot of really great creative projects. And we actually met on Hinge. Um, So he was um, a former uh, date that I've had in the past before. I think this was, what, like two years ago, I want to say? Is that right? Yeah, it was... um... October, October of 2021. Wow. Yeah, we've been through it. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, it's great to have you. Thank you so much for coming on, Jorge. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. You are the first. um, I don't know if I could I could classify you as like an ex per se, but like you are the first person like I've had on here that um, you know I've dated before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I th- a- a- applaud your bravery and just again really appreciate. <laughs> I mean, I've been listening to the podcast. Yeah, so I kind of got the vibe of what, like how it is. So you know, it's 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 pretty. It's a pretty interesting listen for sure. Oh, thank so you. So that's why I was like, sure. I'll come in. Good. It's a safe space here. No one's going to get mm-hmm. attacked or anything. Um, but let's get <laughs> I into it. That bad. Oh, no, no, no. Not at all. You've been great. I wouldn't have asked if like you mm-hmm. were like no one who's coming on here is anybody that like I have severe beef with. So um, okay. it's great. So let's get into it. Um, I want to kind mm-hmm. of start early on. How did you um, kind of a little bit of how you grew up and particularly how were you taught to love? Um, I grew up in. I guess you can say a very loving home. Um, I like my mother was very loving, still is very loving. She's the type of person who, you know, would always do whatever possible for me. Um, so, yeah. So in that respect, like, you know, I've, I felt like I've never lacked love growing up. Um, and yeah, just like my, my father, he's like, He's always been there, but it's I, I would classify that more as a as a neutral kind of thing because he's always there. He wasn't abusive, but he wasn't the type to, hey, let's go play catch or something like that type of thing. So my mother basically provided enough love from, from the both of them. So it's fine. So I feel like that's I I am very secure in that way when it comes to like interacting with other people, when it comes to dating and stuff like that. So. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I feel like I get that from you. Just very, yeah, that secureness, <laughs> that self-awareness to, I think you're, you can, you're very self-reflective in the same way that like I can be. Um, so that's something like I always just really appreciated about you. And maybe that's, yeah, that's a result of loving mother and loving parents in, in general. So that's mm-hmm. great. Um, mm-hmm. So then in your early dating days, how was that for you? Like, who were you in the relationship? Um, how was dating for you? Um, well, I actually, I haven't really been all that active when it comes to dating, especially like in my early life. Um, when I was younger, I had like a lot of like bad acne and stuff like that. So that kind of like shot down a lot of my confidence. It's only like later in life where I really started being more active when it comes to dating and stuff like that. 
So basically in my, you know, early adulthood is more of like accepting who I was as a person, you know, not letting stuff like that define who I am, but also in a way kind of builds up my confidence um, to the point of like, you know, like I just have that attitude. Like every time I just walk into a room, I'm like the most confident person in there. At least I feel that way. Um, And I feel like that shows when it comes to people, people kind of like pick that up, you know, Um, almost to the point of like, sometimes I feel like certain individuals get intimidated by that. Um, But I mean, as a fellow Scorpio, I guess you would kind of know that. (laughs) So we have that intense energy with us. Totally. But, But yeah, so like, you know, later on in life, and it's like, I guess it's interesting because even though I was like working on myself and my confidence and stuff like that earlier in, in adulthood, adulthood, um, it kind of, I, I guess just interacting with people in general has got, has given me a better understanding on how people work. So because of that, I can transfer that knowledge and like, I guess, psychological knowledge in a way to people that I date and like I know like you know not to be an asshole or 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 just like try to be the best person that I can be in general and also in dating like I don't date to just like screw around screw around with people you know like it kind of like sucks when I have to break it off with people but you know like that has taught me a lot I guess to like be the person that I am now Mm. That's great. And I love that rule. Like, just don't be an asshole. Like, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> standard. Um, I think mm-hmm. both ways. Yeah. Um, that's great. And and so in terms of like how you date, like, so we met uh, on Hinge. Um, are you still using the apps? Do you prefer like just meeting in person? Like, how are you, I guess, finding dates these days? Yeah, I mean, it's not that I prefer apps. Like I am still active. It's just, you know, the life I live with work and stuff like that. I don't really have time to just go out and meet people and stuff like that. Um, And for me personally, I wouldn't want to date people from work because that can get messy. Mm. Like personally, I don't think it'll be a problem with me, but certain individuals can't handle that sort of thing. And then, you know, if something doesn't work out, then you know you're still seeing each other every single day so you know i try to avoid that sort of thing so apps are basically like the only thing that i that i can do so Mm. yeah i think that's been my definitely that was definitely my struggle early on especially moving to new york like it's a hustle it's a grind already just trying to Mm. like live here so I, i i was definitely at a point of just like having multiple jobs and so having even the energy to like socialize, let alone like go out on dates or invest into a relationship. It was really hard in the beginning. And so I was finding a lot of that on on both the apps and just like in the dating world in general is like younger people just like trying to survive um, was sort mm-hmm. of obviously at the forefront. Um, and so it, it does make sense to like that the apps as much as as easy as, as it can be to like shit on them and like, you know, you can definitely have some bad interactions on there. I do see the mm-hmm. benefits of just like having this 
platform where you can just meet a bunch of people that you aren't working with, right? That you don't know, that you don't have to see every day if it doesn't work out. Um, and obviously, like if we were, if I wasn't on Hinge, I wouldn't have met you. So there are definitely <laughs> benefits to the apps for sure. Um, yeah. I do want to like, so part of, um, I think what I get tripped up in dating is like, obviously I put the, I put the importance of like physical connection, emotional connection, you know, mental, spiritual, like all of those things. But lifestyle connection is definitely something that like I'll put on the back burner. So like if I meet somebody and I, 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 I see that they work multiple jobs, they don't have a lot of energy, they don't have a lot of time to date, I'll still just like say like, oh, well, everything else is there. So let me just keep dating this person, even though... Like their they call, their life doesn't really align with being able to have the kind of relationship that I'm looking for. Um, same thing, like if if they live in a different place or you know they're they're out they're night owls and you're a morning person, right? Like, do you find that conflicts in lifestyle um, can sometimes impact your dating? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I've actually have a couple examples of that. Um, there was this one girl that I did meet on Hinge and she was, I believe like a server or something. So she would like leave work super late, like around two in the morning and stuff like that. So, you know, we never had a chance to meet up because of that. And then just fizzled out because we were basically living in two different worlds. You know, I had like a normal ish type of schedule. Um, and, but then she was like working nights. So that didn't work out. And I also, my most recent um, relationship, I, you know, was dating a single mom. So, you know, she had her kid and had to deal with that and then also had her job as well. So that was like very difficult because, you know, she not only did she like have to deal with that, but then like if you wanted to hang out, she would have to find somebody to take care of the, of the child and stuff like that. So it's like that is definitely something that you really do have to consider. And I do as well. Um, because my type of thing is like, I guess one of my love languages is like quality time. Like that's a thing that's like really important to me. Like I don't have to see you every single day or we have to hang out all the time, but it's just like, I want you around. So if like those type of schedules work life, whatever the case may be, we don't align, then I don't really see it moving forward or, you know, working out. Mm, for sure. Definitely. And it's, it's, it's important to kind of put that awareness like at the forefront early on when you start dating somebody, because otherwise you start to develop feelings. And then again, it falls to the, to the wayside and you're trying to make mm -hmm. a relationship work that your life just does not want, like allow it to really work out. So Yeah. That's that's a good point. Um, your do you have any of like best or worst um, first date like experiences? Uh, not really. I guess I am very selective, mm -hmm. so I kind of try to figure out what red flags are around before we even meet. So I guess fortunately for me, I never really had a bad experience. I guess the worst experience I can say is that, you know, the first day was kind of boring, but it wasn't like, oh, this person is weird. I don't want to see them again or whatever. 
so yeah like you know like the worst i guess experience would be that that you know we met it was cool but it was i wasn't really feeling it i don't think she was either and then we just went our separate ways and then that was that um best i mean not not to brown nose or anything but you were probably one of the best for sure oh. <laughs> I mean, that. that's why we're we we're still around each other, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, there was like even though it didn't work out between us and like romantically, you know, there was still like like a friendship there mm -hmm. <clears throat> and like the way we connected in that way. So, yeah, I would say like you you were definitely one of the better ones for sure. Thank you. What was our was it? um What was our first? Oh, was it Smorgasburg? Is that what we did? <laughs> I believe so. Yes. Right. Yes. That was the first one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, uh, there was something that you said that um, I, I like that you talked about, like, you know, sometimes like the, the, the worst date isn't necessarily something that is like, I don't know, dangerous or like weird or whatever. Sometimes it is just like, and unfortunate that, you know, there's there's just not really a connection there, or there's not like any sort of potential there. You know, um, because I don't I don't know about you, but I like I like to put a lot into you know a date and just like either come up with a fun idea or I don't know look cute or whatever. Um, although I don't think I looked all that cute like on our first date. I think I was coming <laughs> from a job or something, but I was still like excited and everything. And like you, you get your hopes up right, and then especially this is the difference of like meeting somebody in real life versus like on the apps. I feel like on the apps, like I can look really good on paper. Like I can, I, I can sound really good. The messages can be like really great back and forth. But, um, but then when you go and you meet somebody in person, you realize like, Oh wait, the, con the connection isn't really there or they're not really meeting the picture that like I had on the apps. Um, that can be a bummer. Sometimes it's a even worse bummer than, you know, meeting somebody who's just like totally an asshole from the jump, like mm -hmm. I just it it kind of sucks because then it, it I can't help but to sort of question like was there something that like I missed or like um, was I not giving enough, you know, or or whatever, um, as opposed to just like you know somebody's like straight up an asshole and be like okay <laughs> you're the problem and that's why this didn't work out, um, but so I appreciate you know so th that you shared that like yeah sometimes it it's just when the connection is in there and it sucks and you just got to keep it moving. Yeah. I mean, I also feel that it's different too between men and women. Sure. Um, like, I guess, like, like you said, the worst for us men would be, Oh, it's boring. Or maybe she's like a little crazy, but like women kind of have to like worry about more things, you know, like, Oh yeah, he might be an asshole, but then, you know, he might do other things, so stuff like that. So I guess like, you know, the the way to like navigate those waters are like different between both ways. Like, you know, like I, the way I flag things, it's like, you know, if we're having a conversation beforehand before we even meet and then, you know, you say certain things and it's like, oh, okay, no, thank you. But like guys are more like, <laughs> are more, they know what to say in order to like at the very least get to meet you first and are, are good at hiding it until like later on to show who they really are. I feel like women take the the dating 
apps and stuff like that more seriously when it comes to guys. So I don't know. That's that's just my opinion. So I don't know. No, no, it's fair. And I, I think that there's definitely a lot of uh, truth to that for sure. And especially like just the different, yeah, the different experiences. I've always been curious as to like how men um, experience dating apps in the heterosexual world. So when you're on an app, like what's your experience <laughs> like? Are you just like so like basing it off of photos? Like be honest, be real. Are you reading? Oh, you're talking like me? Like yeah. when I like, yeah, I mean, well, the first I, men I feel like are very visual creatures. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, definitely for sure. Like, if one of your pictures catches my eye, then I'm like, okay, let me read through, you know, the, the profile. And sometimes I, I come across profiles that they just have pictures and really nothing else to say. Mm -hmm. I usually read those out thinking those are fake because for whatever reason, people just like making fake profiles on dating apps. Really? You um, see, do you find a lot of like, what is it? Yeah. Catfish profiles? Yes. Wow. No, it's, it's, it, I've, I've come across many that are obviously fake that they're basically like not real people. Like you can tell them like they're like half naked all the time or whatever. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. That's obviously not a real person because they wouldn't be doing that. And then just like other people that are just like, Maybe you are real, but you're not filling out anything. So it's like, I'm just going by what you look like. And it's like, that's not very interesting. Mm. So, you know, at the very least, I reward a like with some effort. Like if you put effort into whatever it is that you your, your profile is. And then, yeah. And it's like, and to be honest, it's not that really big of a deal. Because like most of the time I hit, I hit like and I never hear from that person. So... It's not like, oh, I have to be super selective or whatever. Maybe to some extent because, you know, I'm not trying to pay for Hinge. So I only get like eight likes a day or whatever. But but yeah, so it's like I don't really put too much into like, oh, I like this this profile or whatever. You know, I sometimes even forget. It's like, oh, yeah, I like this person and they like me back or whatever, like a week later or something that I completely forgot. But yeah, like that's 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 a very different like how men and women for sure like in like interact with one another when it comes to dating apps. Like women constantly have a whole bunch of dudes already liking their profile while guys you'll get lucky if you have five. <laughs> I I <laughs> mean something like that. So No, I, I think that that's again in the heterosexual world i feel like that is a universal truth to an extent um because i hear it from a lot of like different dating sources and platforms like women will have more like a quantity of options as opposed to you know what sort of men are receiving um mm -hmm. why do you think that is why do you think um, i i know you talked a little bit about like women um you know take it a little bit more seriously maybe we're just like a little bit more um, selective in you know how we're choosing but do you think that there's something that straight men are doing on their profiles that are like I don't know causing them to not get as many likes or anything I don't know I feel like there's a combination of things like kind of like how I said before women have to be a little bit more careful mm -hmm. when it comes to meeting guys because you know certain a lot of bad things can happen um, but also they're just very selective in general like I remember like hearing your podcast and you were talking about, you know, your preferences or what you were looking for. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say it was a long list, but it was 
a generous list. <laughs> wow. Where, 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 if I were to compare it to myself or any other guy, it would be like less than half as long, you know. So, because it's like I, for me, like the most basic of basic kind of like preferences would be like, you know, yeah, she needs to be attractive and she needs to be a good person, like literally that anything else we can figure it out like when we're dating or talking or whatever the case may be you know personality quirks and stuff like that to see if i really like that but women are more like they want these things right off the bat and it's like so that's why they're most more selective and women consciously or subconsciously know they can literally go out in the street ask for a guy's number and he'll give it to them guys no women will probably think they're a creep or just be like no or be like i have a boyfriend or whatever the case may be so yeah so there's there's that dynamic as well that women know for the most part that they can get whatever dude they want versus guys kind of have to like really really work for that so i guess that translates in the dating apps as well like they have all these options like you open up any woman who's active on any dating app and you'll see a whole bunch of likes versus a guy you, you won't see many likes so you know fair points um i think i would i would maybe challenge you a little bit on the whole like i could just go out and get any guy um first of all i don't <laughs> recommend like anybody in, man yeah, or woman no, like i don't yeah. recommend you just like <laughs> no, give no, your no. number out on the I'm street just saying, like, yeah i'm just saying that you know <laughs> like it's it's less of a difficulty for women sure. for sure versus a man so yeah um what (laughs) what impels you to swipe right on me (laughs) well first off you're very attractive obviously um and then just like reading your profile so no but no but it was the opposite though i think you didn't you like me and i was like oh did i (laughs) <laughs> I think so, because because I remember I asked you this one time. I asked you like, "Oh, why'd you?" Same question, like, "Why'd you like me?" And then you said something along the lines of like, "You oh, like I had something in my profile that mm-hmm. seemed like I had like you know that that I was like, <laughs> you had some not depth. just some depth. yeah." There you go. That. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I was like, "Oh, okay." So you know, then looking at you and your profile, like once you liked me, I was like, "Oh yeah," she's like you know, really cute and like reading your profile, like, sure, why not? Mm -hmm. And then that's when I responded to you based on one of your prompts, which was that you were like something about like running away or something. And then I was like, oh, you were like, I forgot exactly what it was, but it was something like that. Like you were moving. Oh, yes. I, I, yeah. So I think I had like, it, the question, it was one of those like generic hinge prompts of just like, what's your most memorable me- moment in life or something like that? And for me, it was moving from Virginia to New York and like starting kind of basically from ground zero. Um, and yeah, I, d- I got a lot of like positive responses to that, to that, um, to that prompt, I guess, is a, a courageous exciting thing to do for me it was stressful as hell but um yeah i i i i think for you i did i i didn't i didn't realize i i had swiped right on you first um i think what caught my eye about you is like 
um, one, yeah, I also thought you, you know, there was an attraction there. And um, I like the baseball photo um, that you had that was like, oh, okay, he's like active, he's into sports, and that's cool. Um, and yeah, when in reading your profile, there was like a like a little layer of depth, depth and kind of humor that like, I was like, okay, there's something, you know, he, he didn't just like generically write a response to this. Um, I think because <laughs> I think we're both very intuitive people. And you can kind of tell and read like, that when somebody is really putting in this kind of effort and time into like a response in their profile, um, that's something that just like, I don't know, I, I respond well to. And I think also just like our, our conversation as well on the app, I don't like to spend too much time like going back and forth. I'd rather just like get to the date. I don't know about you. Um, but I, I felt like what in, in our conversation, like I was further, it was further validating what I was seeing like on your profile, right? Like it's one thing, like I read one thing and then like we have a conversation and you are somebody totally different. Um, I feel like that's where the catfishing kind of comes in for me. Um, but for you, there was like consistency there and also just like le leading up to the day, you know, checking in, like confirming, like I've all of the follow through things, um, I felt like were really great from you. So yeah. Um, yeah, like. Yeah, I felt that as well. Like, I mean, I guess that's why I, I that's the thing that I've I've said to you a couple of times is that we're very similar. Mm -hmm. So like that's that's kind of a thing as well. Like, you know, we're on a dating app. So the point is to go on a date. So <laughs> it's kind of weird when people are like having all this time to talk and it's like, OK, I get it. You want to really vet the person to see if this person is is not a danger or something like that. But after that, you know, like, just go out. Like, like that's what I like about, like, dating apps in general. Because, like, on a normal, like, you know, if you meet somebody wherever, the, the biggest, I guess, hurdle, at least for me, is, like, does this person like me? I like them, but do they like me? And then you have that whole rejection mentality. It's like, oh, if I go up to them, ask them out, ask for their number, then they're going to say no. Like, I don't want to deal with that. But when it comes to, like, dating apps, that's out of the window because, like, okay, we both like each other. So we're good on that front. We're just gotta, you know, get to know each other a little bit to see if like, okay, let's go out, that sort of thing. So I, I feel like in that respect, dating apps just takes a little bit of the stress when it comes to like dating and like finding somebody. So. Yeah, I would agree with that. And like you said, like, it's a dating app. We I, hopefully are all here to date. So we mm -hmm. can just kind of get that question sort of out the way, I guess, of like, is this, is this, you know, could this be a date? Um, so yeah, I totally, I, I feel that. Um, moving more towards, I guess, kind of a deeper question. What has been your hardest lesson in love or what has been your greatest gift from love? I feel like the hardest lesson is to not give it your all in the very beginning, mm. you know, like that's one of the things I heard you say, like in, in the previous episodes that you would try to give a lot. And I don't know if it's, you know, just people in general or just us because, you know, Scorpios or whatever. Um, I've, I've found myself doing that in the past to not so great results. You know, like, so I've learned myself to pace, you know, like I like to say that I don't, I don't want to give the full boyfriend experience on the first date. 
because like you know because we're just dating we're just trying to figure out like you know i can't give you all of the all of what i can offer because then what else can i offer in the second date third day etc so it's like i like to pace myself you know be like give you a little bit here you know this works out we go on a second date give you a little bit more until like we reach that level it's like all right we commit to each other we're in a relationship and then you know you're getting the free trials before you buy the 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 product i guess <laughs> so for your full so subscription kind of, exactly so that's that's kind of how i what i've learned you know don't go all out from the very beginning you know because then you have really nothing else to offer and then especially don't go out all out when the other person isn't really doing anything for you so you know because it's like who who's benefiting like the other person is getting the whole relationship experience because you're giving everything but you're not getting anything in return you're still that friend or you know that person that they know they're not giving you any of that value back you know you don't feel like you're you're experiencing that relationship type of thing so so yeah that's like one of the lessons that i had to learn the hard way i guess no that to just like yeah yeah that's a great lesson and yeah i did i have talked about this before and um i i think it also it also gives when you're able to like really slow it down for yourself one it gives you more time to question whether you even really like this person i feel like i will just mm -hmm. like dive in and and not not know really anything about the other person um and just sort of choose to say yeah i'm gonna love them with my full heart and meanwhile like they have ill intentions with me or like they you know maybe aren't in the right place in life or the timing isn't there all of those other things that like i just kind of again put on the back burner because i'm feeling these big emotions from the jump or whatever the case may be, or I just really want to like them. That anxious side sort of comes, want them to like me. Um, that anxious side sort of comes forward. So I think that that's a great lesson to learn for anybody. Like really just take your time, allow yourself to like really, really genuinely get to know this person and not just like two or three key things and then assume the rest of it. Right. Like that's not really fair to the, you know, the person that you're trying to get to know either is like, not giving them the opportunity to show you who they are. Um, but then also like allowing yourself to really question like, how do you feel? And like, can I give a little mystery, right? Like don't show them everything right out the gate. Mm -hmm. um, you know, really like give them opportunity to see different sides of you too. Because also like if you're day, if you're, if your first three dates are nothing but like you, I don't know, at a restaurant sitting across from each other, like talking like that's, I don't think that that's enough to like really see a full person, right? Like do an activity together, do and do a project together or something. And I think when you hit these sort of like, I don't know, nuanced or diverse milestones, then you can get like a broader picture of who a person is as opposed to just like, Oh, we've had three conversations and I'm in love. Like that's, that's not um, sustainable in the long run either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I feel like it comes from a good place, mm -hmm. you know, like trying to shower a person with love, like right off the bat. But unfortunately, people don't see it that way. It can either be you're overwhelming them mm -hmm. with too much or 
you know, if they're like not a very good person, they'll take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, you got to be careful with that. So protect your heart, protect yourself, <laughs> be, um, be like considerate with your love, I guess, like, or like who you give it to and how often you're giving it out. Um, any, any great gifts that you've gotten from love or from dating and relationships? Mm. I don't know. Like what would be considered like a gift from love? I mean, for me, it's definitely like understanding more about who I am. Like I learned mm -hmm. so much about myself through relationships, um, okay. and just feeling like more confident in what I have to give in a relationship, right? Like, like, like you just said, right? Like, it's it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing that like I'm I'm a love bomber in a way, or, or like I you know I care a lot. Um, it mm -hmm. means that I have a big heart, and I think like seeing that and not like judging it or belittling it, but really just like saying, okay, yeah, I I guess I am a caring. I can be a caring person. Um, that's kind of been a gift for me, just like those little things that maybe I thought were a problem or, you know, red flags or whatever are actually like green flags to me or or are just gifts that like I've been able to receive through being in a relationship with someone. Okay, so I guess <clears throat> for me, it would probably be like... Um, maybe finding a way to communicate with somebody like and not that not that I'm not a, like a good communicator or whatever but it's like so like when you're in a relationship you kind of have to like not just think about yourself but you got to think about somebody else so you have to learn how to communicate in that way you know because you're not just thinking for you you're thinking for somebody else so whatever decision you make you know you can't just like think about you you know, you also got to think about, oh, how is that going to affect this person or and stuff like that? So I feel like, you know, I've always thought more for myself, but not like in, like in the selfish way, but like, you know, dealing with like another personality in my life. You know, I've learned how to do that, like to not step on anybody's toes or, or you know, maybe they didn't like something and I did it and I was like oh sorry I didn't even realize that this could affect you in some sort of way so you know those are I guess would be one of the lessons that you know I've learned from love is just to like be a little bit more conscious about others and like you know my decisions not only just affect me but affect them as well totally that's a great gift I love that um how how do you feel like you heal through love Heal, I feel like I personally don't heal, but I feel like, and like not intentionally, but I feel like whoever interacts with me maybe gets some sort of healing. Like I've, I've always heard people say that, you know, I'm a very calming presence in their life, um, that they feel safe with me or you know they appreciate the knowledge or the or, or the advice that i give them so like you know 
in my time in my like living life like I feel like I've learned a lot so I feel very confident in myself and I guess because of that it kind of overflows and gives it to others so that's why I that's why I say that I don't feel like I necessarily need healing or like seek that out or anything like intentionally like it's like I'm good but like unintentionally other people kind of gravitate towards me because they kind of notice those things and you know it's not like I'm trying to save anybody or anything but since you're here let me help you out kind of thing so yeah I love that I guess that's 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 the best way I can say that so considerate I appreciate that that's great <laughs> awesome um well Jorge this has been amazing um any anything else that you want to share or any questions you have for me um no I just wish you luck in your journey um like that was like a thing that like listening to your podcast like it kind of made me a little sad when you said that you got a little emotional when you told when you said that you deserve to be loved and stuff mm -hmm. like that and it's like i never realized that you felt that way and it's like i'm rooting you even hard harder for you now because that's what you like i kind of got a glimpse of like that from you and like it's unfortunate that it didn't work out between us but I still want you to be happy and to like find whatever it is that you're looking for. Thank you. And same. And I'm same, like seriously, same back to you. I, I'm so appreciative of um, people like you who I've been able to meet on this, on my journey and just in my life that, you know, do provide that healing and do provide um, good examples of just like, healthy habits and secure attachment styles and, and all of those things that at that time, I don't think I was really aware of, or I didn't have like the, the knowledge or the language, you know, to categorize it in those ways. But now as I, as I have been doing this work and really looking back at the people that like I have in my circle and in my life, um, you know, you're just another one of those folks who I can kind of like look to is just a wonderful example and inspiration of the kind of characteristics and attributes I hope to embody myself. I hope to see in a partnership um, and that I hope to find as I continue through this process. So thank you. Thank you for being here today and for talking with me. Of course. Anytime. Awesome. Thank you everyone for joining me today on Healing Through Love. If you have any comments, questions about today's episode, please reach out on social media. We are at solidarity underscore media, or you can head to solidaritymediaproductions.com to submit your questions. Would love to keep the conversation going. As always, if you are loving this podcast, please consider giving a five-star review. It really helps extend the reach of the podcast to anybody and everybody. Um, if you are listening on Spotify, we have some fun like polls and questions at the bottom of each episode that you can submit. I might be reading them on the show. Um, and as always, uh, thank you for your continued support of Healing Through Love. I'll talk to you soon, everybody. Bye.